Headliner Radio, the creative voice. This is Will Hawkins, and you're listening to Headliner Radio, JBL NAM Edition. Today, we welcome an amazing singer-songwriter originally from New York and now based out of Los Angeles. Please welcome Molly Moore. How's it going, Molly? Hey, Will. How are you? I'm I'm really good. I've been doing great. You're doing uh, getting outside and seeing some live shows, doing some recording. It's uh, It's been nice to be trying to get back to normal a little. Absolutely. I agree. What have you been up to this weekend? Um, I have been playing two shows. I played in Santa Cruz and at the Troubadour in LA. It was amazing. I was opening for this Canadian band called Hotel Mira. And um, yeah, the shows were incredible. Was that your first time at the Troubadour? Um, it was the first time playing the Troubadour as my solo project, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What night were you there? I would have loved to have come. You got to stay more in touch. Yeah, I was like posting all about it. I tried to send as many individual texts as <laughs> I could and emails, but it was very chaotic. What was the highlight of the show? <sighs> highlight of the show was probably getting to play like some unreleased music um because it just went over really well and uh, it was the first time I was playing uh one of the songs with the full band which was really sick and it just sounded great um and the reaction was just amazing like people were really really feeling the the music so that's um, fantastic I think you know just getting to feel connected to to new listeners and people that have been supporting me for a while was like very special that sounds amazing. So having come from New York and moving to LA, how long have you been in Los Angeles now? Uh, I've been here for 10 years. Oh, wow. So the musicians that you're performing with, are these people that you've been playing with for a while? No, it was actually my first show with them. Um, because, you know, I play, I don't play like enough to really, I haven't been playing enough, I should say, to have like, a consistent band the people that i play with usually like end up you know taking other gigs with other artists so um yeah i had to put together a new band but it, it honestly it worked out amazingly i was really really excited about um you know meeting the new musicians that i got to play with and they really killed it where did you find everybody um my other drummer recommended the drummer and then um uh, yeah, the drummer Eli Cherry, he's amazing. And then um, Sophie Giuliani was on guitar and she got rec- recommended to me by two different people. Um, and my trumpet player, he actually, he's played with me for a while. He was supposed to play these shows, but then he had a COVID scare. So he had a friend fill in for him like the day before uh, the shows, which was crazy. And it worked out so well. I couldn't have asked for it to work out better. Like it was just awesome. So tell me a little bit about your background. You're originally from New York. What were you doing music-wise there before coming to Los Angeles? You know, I I was just learning how to make music at that point in my life. I was making demos and putting them online and, you know, playing my first few shows in the city and, um, like, doing my first co-writes and meeting you know a ton of musicians in 
like the artist community. And that was really special because a lot of those people moved out to LA and I've stayed in touch with them and they've become like long-term friends, um, which is pretty cool. You know, one of my like, uh, one of my consistent collaborators, Lars Principato, I met him when I was like 17 years old. So we go back like 12 years and he writes, like he co-writes a lot of my music with me. So, um, yeah, I guess I was just laying the groundwork for what my career would be. <laughs> what were some of your early influences? A lot of different stuff. My dad really loved the Beatles. So I, you know, was exposed to a lot of the Beatles and the Stones growing up and I really loved them. Um, still do. I, I loved, Al- I love Alanis Morissette. Um, I loved Britney Spears. I loved Sync. I loved Third Eye Blind because my sister showed me them. Also a lot of like alternative and pop punk music, like, you know, Fall Out Boy and Good Charlotte and also like, you know, Radiohead and Sublime, um, Avril Lavigne. I mean, just so many different, different musicians, uh, Coldplay, John Mayer, um, Lily Allen, Ingrid Michaelson. Those are like some of my biggest influences. Those are some really amazing artists right there. If you could yeah. choose an artist to support on tour right now, like what would be some of the ideal artists for you to pair up with? Ooh, that's such a good question. Um, I, there's an uh, amazing artist that I'm, I've met just like being in the LA community. Her name is Royal and the Serpent, and she's really, really awesome. Um, it would be sick to support her on tour. Um, also, I forgot No Doubt was like a massive, massive uh, influence on me as well. I can totally see that, at least with <laughs> your your live performance and your the way that you express yourself, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I, um, I just, I really love horns mixed with live instruments and like the kind of rock, ska, um, like hybrid and I mean their songwriting and you know performances are just so unparalleled. I understand that you've been writing some new material too. How does that differ from what you've been writing over the last couple of years? Um I'm kind of getting back to my roots, making more alternative rock music, um kind of like old Weezer vibes. <laughs> um and it's been really refreshing. I feel like I'm falling back in love with music, just, you know, getting back to what made me love music and want to make music and be an artist to begin with. Um, I'm not really quite sure why it took me so long to get back to that. Like, I think just being in LA, naturally I wanted to explore a lot of different styles of music. I was writing for other artists as well for a long time and I still do. And so it just kind of, you know, it's been become a part of my journey again now. And it's been um, really, really exciting. I put out the first song Jameson about a month ago and uh, the reaction has been really, really amazing. People seem to really resonate with that song. So I'm excited to continue. continue Releasing. With the way that the landscape has changed as far as releasing music has come, what's, what do you find the most effective way to release your music to reach new fans? Um, I think that like, it's really important to get people excited about something before it comes out and then to continue to promote it after the fact too. I think 
for a long time, social media was utilized in a much different way than it currently is being utilized. And there's a lot of power in reaching new fans through these platforms. And so, you know, just really finding interesting, um, engaging ways to share who you are with people without feeling like you're marketing to them, you know. It really does need to feel organic and genuine. Otherwise, the audience is the first to kind of see the cracks in that authenticity. Yeah, it needs to be genuine. Like, it, there's just no room for anything else. And the people, you know, there are people that are, like, very sneaky with it, too, and get away with it. But, yeah, I think, like, you know, people just want to connect to something real and I, I myself included, you know, I always think like, what makes me engage with something? You know, what makes me like a song out of all the millions of songs that I hear on a, you know, whatever, monthly, yearly basis. There's so much music. And so I try to think about that and, you know, operate from a place of thinking about what I like as a consumer, you know, too. Is it also about what you're going through personally as well? Are you gravitating towards music that that helps you through things or highlights certain things that you're going through? Yeah, definitely. I definitely gravitate towards music that I relate to, or if I don't directly relate to it, I want to relate to it. It's an emotion that I want to embody and feel, and that's also really powerful. Um, you know, I think both are very different ways of connecting with music, right? Like one of them is more focused on the past and something that you've been through. And then the other evokes an emotion that like you want to feel in the future. And those are like two very different um, dynamics. And I think it's like really interesting to think about, you know, why people connect with the music that they do connect with and, you know, is it coming from a place of um, helping them heal through something that they've already been through? Or is it like making them feel something that they want to move towards? That's very interesting. And it makes me think about some of the music that I listen to and why I gravitate towards it. And yeah, as a songwriter, how do you bring your experiences and your stories to your songs? How much of you are in the lyrics? I mean, it's all just personal experiences. You know, I, I, I write a lot of music, but the music that I end up putting out is all rooted in something that I feel really deeply and something that I am either like going through or went through or, you know, trying to navigate. And, um, you know, it's very, it's a very personal process that, um, I can't imagine separating myself from. Do you remember the first time as a listener, you felt that towards another artist sitting in your room, listening to music? Was there, is there a seminal point where you remember an artist really speaking directly to you? Definitely. I think like don't speak by no doubt was one of the first songs that I heard, even though I hadn't, really been in a serious relationship yet I had had experiences where I felt heartbroken over situations that hadn't worked out and um that song really really resonated with me and I I felt like I felt like I was like talking to someone that had been through something I'd been through 
there's a bunch of artists that I could feel that way about too. And I, I remember being a teenager and for me, that early, the early stuff was like Bruce, I'm from back East like you. So Springsteen was a huge influence on me growing up and mm -hmm. just being a teenager and listening to him, just trying to force himself through his experience to become himself and questioning even like his masculinity or where he came from in order to try to get to some goals. And it's, um, it's amazing how the psyche of who we are as listeners to grab, draw us to certain kinds of artists. Yeah, absolutely. So true. So what is your songwriting process? Like, what do you, do you, do you have a process or is it different each time? What, what inspires you to finally either put pen to paper or just like a strum on a, on a chord? I mean, I do a lot of collaborating. So like the process does change and vary from room to room. Um, but generally I like to find like a melody that I resonate with. And often I have a feeling or, you know, a song title or something that I feel like I need to get out of me. And um, I try to not be too, I try not to force it in any one direction. Like, you know, if there's a title that I would want to write, but it's just not happening. Like I try to let go of that and just see what else is there. Um, there are times when I'm like freestyling melodies and there's lyrics within those melodies that actually I'm, I, I'm like, where did this come from? I, this yeah. is exactly how I'm feeling right now. And then there's other times where like, there's no words that come out with the melody that I'm writing. And I kind of have to sit there and think about like, what I want to say and how I can make that fit. Um, it's honestly, it's so much fun. Like, it's so cool. I feel like that I get to do this. I've always loved it so much my whole life. And I never, I never lose sight of that. Like even in sessions where I feel like, man, this song sucks. Like, or I can't write, I can't write today. Like I just can't get to the place where I want to go. Like I still just feel so fucking lucky that oh sorry am i not supposed to curse i just yeah. i still feel i still it's feel so lucky <laughs> <laughs> i still feel so lucky that i'm able to just express myself for a living and and do what i love and try to help other people feel like they can express parts of themselves through my own creativity you know that's really special do you find that you've evolved now that we're through the pandemic or what was your experience during lockdown i know that you had released some music during that time too yeah it was a it was a weird time for me honestly um it was a very like transformative time but it was uh incredibly difficult that year i was finishing a lot of music um you know for my first album that i started before the pandemic and there were a few songs that i wrote like on zoom sessions um during the pandemic that ended up on the album but you know personally i had just been going through a lot in 2018 and 2019 that i was running from and so by the time 2020 hit i was kind of just sitting with myself and all of my habits that i had really leaned into over the past two years and it took a lot of um like looking within me to understand why I was like so deeply unhappy during that time. And, you know, I started therapy and like, I was I'm so blessed to find somebody that really helped me through a lot of those like struggles that I was facing. And, um, you know, 2021 was an incredible year for me after that. I really started 
taking better care of my like mental and physical health. And I was really excited because I got to, you know, I booked myself on my first festival um, at Bottle Rock in September. So a lot of my year was like, you know, getting ready for that, preparing um, and like making more music, you know? Um, And yeah. So I just like, I feel like it was a time that though it was really challenging, it was really necessary for me, especially because if I'd been able to continue writing at the rate that I was, I probably never would have like finished anything, (laughs) even though I, I'm pretty good at finishing things, but I was in a, I was just in a, in a place where I just kept going and going and I was doing like double sessions every day. So it allowed me some time to just sit inside and reflect and, and finish the work that I'd started. With the work that you do start, are are you recording that on your phone as notes or do you have a DAW at home? What, what do you, how do you start the actual recording process? Um, yeah, I take voice notes when I'm writing with people. I, uh, I have logic on my computer and I'll track vocals on logic. I'm not like super hands-on with production yet the way that I want to be, but I call myself an executive producer, uh, but I work with a lot of incredibly, incredibly talented producers that I feel so grateful to be able to, like work with and they help elevate what I like how I want to express myself as an artist. And, you know, that's really, really special to me. And what's next for you? Um, I'm working on a body of work that will probably come out at the beginning of next year. I have another song coming out in September as well. Um, and yeah, I, I really hope to get on the road and do some more touring because these, two shows this past weekend was they were so incredible and um you know there's just really nothing like being able to share yourself with people in person and um see the reaction that your music solicits from people and be able to kind of be together in this moment of like you know it's just very raw and I feel like I'm able to be my full self and also like hopefully inspire other people to feel like they can be their full selves, um, you know, through that. So I I really hope to get on the road and and do some touring. Well, it's been great catching back up with you. Thanks for coming by the JBL booth uh, here at NAMM 2022. Uh, Let's uh, all say thank you very much to Molly for being here. And uh, we look forward to seeing you down the road. Thank you so much, Well, I really appreciate it. So nice to meet you, and have a great day. You too, and we'll talk soon. Okay, this, sounds good. This has been Will Hawkins, and this is Headliner at NAM with JBL1. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.